Guess what? If you're a Patreon subscriber, you're listening to another Evil Men bonus episode uh, with our two guests from the uh, O.J. Simpson uh, episode, which is either out or coming up, depending on when you hear this. Uh, we got John Collin and Stefan Heck from Block Party. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's good to see you guys again. How's it going? Yeah. Great to see you guys. Oh, do you guys mind while we're talking? I'm going to take a screenshot of all of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great promo. Here we go. Smile. Oh, yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Nice. It's great. Beautiful stuff. Um, all five of us, we you were, we did the what's up, but we all five of us should do like a morning radio show together. It would just be pandemonium, eh? Oh my god, yeah. Because the, the morning radio names are always like uh, like Jeffrey and the Stink Man or whatever, right? But yeah, like, would we we'd have one guy with like a regular name and then like four like freak names? How would it work? <laughs> That'd be awesome. I want to yeah. hear a morning. Hey everybody, I'm John <laughs> like, Cullen, and I'm here with Mike the Spike. <laughs> yeah. James, they don't call him the Colitis Man for nothing. Chris, <laughs> you got him on the lockdown and step in hell. <laughs> wow. That's great. I like that. Yeah. That's really good. I want my morning zoo radio name to be like Chris the fucking murderer. <laughs> John Cullen here with you once again, and I'm here with Chris the fucking murderer lock. <laughs> <laughs> I love my favorite UFC nickname is uh, is fighter Brandon Moreno because they wanted to call him the assassin, but he's like a family yeah. guy and he's like, I don't want to be the assassin. Uh, and so yeah. he's very baby faced. He looks really young. And so his nickname is the assassin baby, uh, which is just insanely funny for Bruce. Barbie. He's like, Brandon, baby. the assassin baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. That UFC announcer guy is so good. I watched like a YouTube clip of him. What's it? What does he say? Are you ready or something? Uh, it's time. Is his? Uh, oh, it's yeah. time. It's time. It's time. Five rounds in the UFC heavyweight division. I want to get back he Michael into Michael Buffer's brother. He is. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Who's Michael yeah. Buffer? He's the boxing. Are guy. you? Let's go. Oh, yeah. Ready to rumble. They grew up in a family of becoming great announcers. <laughs> yeah. The two of them are just yelling at each other across the dinner table. Their parents are like, we should, we should groom these two. Cost We've got a yeah. future potatoes. Here. Please, please get out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, yeah. uh, briefly, I went to Miami in January and driving through the city, I saw a like branded UFC gym. That I, I didn't yeah. know they exist and like do you, is it just like a regular gym or is it a gym where like guys go and learn how to kick each other and bite each other. Yeah, it's it would be uh it would be I think it's both actually. I think the UFC gym has like an MMA side where you can learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu or whatever. I want to go. But then it's also Do you guys know yeah. how to fight? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 We should so. all learn. We should all learn how to fight. I do think it would be cool to learn. I want to learn how to do... My friends in high school used to watch UFC and then like get into fighting, but when it got into grappling for too long, I didn't like it. That's fair. I was like, okay, I'm sick of grappling. Yeah. Yeah, There's still some fights like that. It's really a problem with it. It's a little more mixed these days, I would say, because it used to be that guys in the UFC if they didn't know how to wrestle and w- which was a lot of them, like a, yeah, a this lot of the them peak grew days up with, of Oscar De La Hoya. Totally. If they grew up with like yeah. no wrestling background at all, then the guys who were good wrestlers, it was such an easy strategy to win. Yeah. You just it's go like, in. 
I'm an I'm an NCAA Div One wrestler, and you've never wrestled in your life. I can just hold you on the mat for 15 minutes and win. Yeah. But yeah. now it's like guys are training MMA from the time they're kids. It's like, oh, I'm good at jujitsu now. I, I'm 12. I think I want to be an MMA fighter. So they drill everything. So the grappling is not as like lay and pray as it, as it used to be. I would say, Chris, if you're uh, John, John, that's cool. See, so John, like I assume you watch it sometimes I'm a, I'm I a, do. all the time. I'm a huge, who's fan. the guy that got the femur kicked in half. Remember that? Uh, there's like the a few, few different guys. And <laughs> no, but he was the best. It was like a well, bunch of years yeah, ago. A- Anderson Silva. Yeah. And, that's uh, Anderson, oh, yeah. Anderson, Cooper, that. didn't, Anderson Cooper. You mean? He, yeah, it was Anderson <laughs> Cooper. It was on 360. It was fucking <laughs> wild. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but he, I saw the Anderson silver that I saw that fight and was like, whole, holy it was, shit. and it wasn't even, he didn't get it kicked in half. It was the he guy blocked on it. A kick. He? No, he or, blocked oh, a yeah. kick. Oh yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. He went to, yeah. Oh, and and God, then a barf. the guy who did that, Chris Weidman, <laughs> the exact same thing happened to him, uh, like three years ago and he hasn't come back oh. yet, but he goes exact, around, comes around. Exact I feel like that injury. would happen just like immediately to me. Like, oh, yeah. no definitely. Stepping yeah. in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. I feel like John, do you a, find it? my first UFC fight, my boner would break in half. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking turning me on. John, <laughs> who's the guy? Stop, stop. <laughs> who's the guy, John, that um, the disgraced former Brazilian uh, president Bolsonaro stayed in his house? Uh, Jose Aldo. Yeah. yeah. Was he a great Aldo. fighter? A lot of I the, love this. Uh, he's an amazing fighter. Like Aldo's like a hall of, like first ballot hall of famer. They just inducted him into the hall of fame one of the best fighters ever but like all the brazilian guys are huge jesus guys and they're <laughs> That's what I was huge say. bolsonaro guys i was well, the, Pente- the pentecostal uh evangelical people yeah basically got bolsonaro in yeah they love they run the country or something it's i think a lot crazy. of the brazilian soccer players are bolsonaro guys too yeah, yeah ah, the crazy. dude on uh neymar was yeah, in that video except, yeah, except yeah, famously richarlison uh, on tottenham yeah. who's like such a prick on the field and he's so funny uh-huh. he's like such an asshole uh but he's like a big time like leftist yeah it's like <laughs> awesome. socialist it's yeah. great oh wow <laughs> a lot of the mma guys too are like QAnon and MAGA like oh, Jorge Masvidal yeah. is oh, like yeah. full QAnon right oh, oh yeah who they, was the guy who, who uh was like in office in Huntington Beach uh, uh Tito Ortiz Tito Classic. Ortiz like one of the stupidest guys total ever. moron <laughs> but yeah like there was even this weekend there was a big controversy because Holly Holm, whose nickname is the preacher's daughter, uh, won her fight. And then uh, after she won her fight, uh, you know, was doing the post fight interview. And at the end, she said, I have one more thing to say. We have to stop sexualizing our children. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that oh, uh, nice. you know, we got to protect our kids. Yeah. We have to stop sexualizing our children. And then UFC fighter Michael Chandler I uh, had a tweet basically supporting her because there's that Amazon commercial. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's a bit of like a gender bending. It's not even about trans rights or people or anything. It's just like a girl wakes up and notices that she's got a little more facial hair than, than she had the night before yeah. and orders uh, and then is at first discouraged and then sees a video of Freddie Mercury uh, and thinks he looks awesome. So she she's like, instead of shaving the mustache, I'm just going to keep it. And I, she orders a Freddie Mercury jacket and then walks into school like, hey, I'm cool. And then Michael Chandler was like, thank God Holly Holmes said something. I'm watching this stupid Amazon gender bending. Oh, what God. the fuck is this commercial? And then she says that like, thank God. Like, yeah, the UFC is... You just have to ignore. <laughs> yeah, like, these are people who fight for a li- like they get is hit there, in the head for a living. You is can't, there anyone yeah, in the yeah. UFC that has good politics? Like anyone? 
Uh, oh, Rogan. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so, there's some decent like people who seem like decent people. Yeah, there's like, who there's has the no best one politics in the UFC like Conor McGregor. Legitimately, <laughs> no, like, I mean, no, definitely not. But he is fighting Michael Chandler, and I've for never some seen reason, Conor McGregor be racist a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I yeah, googled it, guy. and there's like a Jorge Masvidal at a Donald Trump Jr. thing called Fighters Against Socialism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they tried to start but, that. You know what's bizarre is like to get to the fighter, like, and you know, talking about like con- like convincing yourself of stuff, like the mind frame you have to have to be a strong, undefeated sort of champion fighter. It's just got that weird sort of right wing sort of mind frame because it's got to be 100%. survival of the fittest, killer, killer, killer be killed or whatever. Like you're you're already kind of like brainwashing yourself to not be socialist in a way anyways you're not caring about anybody you have to annihilate them See for sure saying? and like so my it's wife like easily an open door for that my wife actually loves ufc too and she likes it from uh she works in healthcare, and she kind of finds this sort of like impact on the body and stuff very fascinating yeah. and there there are people who genuinely believe that if you're dumber you're actually a better fighter because essentially when you get punched or when you get like knocked out it's your brain telling you like, oh, we're in a dangerous situation. We mm-hmm. need you need to get to the ground because their blood needs to like flow back to the brain. So that's why you get knocked out. It's your body trying to get you to the floor. So then all the blood rushes back to your brain. So mm-hmm. there is this like school of thought that if you're stupider, <laughs> when you get hit, your brain doesn't send the same message to your body because it's actually <laughs> right. like a little now. Is that like a real theory? Who knows? But there are people who are like working on the theory that like if you have a lower IQ, you a- actually makes you uh, like tougher or like harder to That's knock That's really wow. funny. Yeah. yeah. It seems like well, it, the only thing that contradicts that is how incredibly strong and undefeated a warrior Albert Einstein was. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great point. It's true. It's a great point. Was Albert jiu-jitsu. Einstein was like 40 and 0 in the UFC. Yeah, nobody <laughs> could fucking touch him. <laughs> so dominant. Yeah, he was thinking about outer space while snapping necks. <laughs> and he always did that thing where he sticks his tongue out. You know, it was kind of like a celebration. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, with Albert, blood all over him. the tongue, Einstein. <laughs> but I also feel like it's kind of like you got to be dumber because... I, and uh, this is totally I'm a I'm a dumb person, so I probably don't make sense. But to pulverize things over and over again, yeah. Do you possess how much compassion and empathy do you possess? Yeah, I don't think you can have any. Really, you know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. Well, they're yeah, always totally. like gentlemanly or whatever, like cordial after, like they'll shake each other's hands and appreciate the competition. But otherwise, you know what I'm saying? No, they want to sure. annihilate the. There's the definitely something to that for sure, and it's also like all basically all of the top MMA gyms are in New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, <laughs> Florida, like it's all the not, libertarian states. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not oh, like yeah, uh, he trains company. out of Hartford, Connecticut. Like there's <laughs> no. He trains in Portland. It's, yeah, it's all like coconut. Should I join Creek, the Harvard Florida. Lampoon or the Harvard <laughs> MMA <laughs> club? But you know what, John? I do get it because, like, I'm not a huge UFC guy, but I will watch it sometimes. And it is like, like, uh, it, it, it. There's something about yeah, like watching two people fighting. It brings out a. It's, it's weird how it's so compelling, but it I really like is. It. Yeah. 
It is very compelling. Like the, to me, there's n- there's no nothing better in sports, honestly, than like two guys with a great backstory and a great history fighting for a title. Like, yeah, there just is something a little extra compelling about combat sports that other sports yeah, just don't have. The warrior strategy is like brilliant. Yeah, uh, we're at peak warrior strategy these days. The mix of the global uh, techniques, like everybody just has to know everything now. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I've been totally. like rising and grinding a lot recently. Oh, nice. <laughs> the past like month Congrats. or so, and it's made a huge difference in my life. Yeah. Stefan's well, like ground and pound, not for me. It's rise and grind, baby. Well, I, have, I was like, just rising and I wasn't grinding. And it was just like, what am I even <laughs> and doing? And you used to be a guy. You guys are yeah, kind of rising. losers because you live one day in one day, but I actually live three days in one day. <laughs> Did you see the I video of that guy? Yes, of that. course. I, I replied to that and said, I think this is the, the funniest thing I think I've ever said legitimately is that the yeah. guy, he looked like um, if Mel Brooks was Dave Bautista and he fucking, <laughs> actually, I couldn't, I was so proud of myself for coming up with that. He looks fucking exactly like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> no not your joke no no no. i mean yeah. that is stupid also for sure um I, I do have to go run speaking of stupid things i have to go get ready for my twitch stream thank um, you thanks Stefan. Yeah. yeah shout out the go twitch yeah. on here again check it out yeah, the, the go off kings on twitch we're, we're playing i don't know when is this episode coming out again not in the next like this five minutes bonus probably like tomorrow <laughs> okay well so we're doing yakuza week on the go off kings where jesse plays yakuza zero for the first time and ever. then finally on thursday stefan commits seppuku <laughs> that's right yes excellent doing that on Excited. actually that is against tos but um <laughs> excellent we'll see. yeah i might be killing myself on stream so i um definitely yeah, make a crossover so yeah do I have to click anything when I leave here on Zencaster? Um, I think or? if you just like close the window, I think it'll be. Fine. We might all die. Okay. There. You might. I guess we'll yeah. see. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks again. <laughs> all Thanks right. so much. That was awesome. Bye, buddy. Let's see. Finally, oh, he's got him. John, right, tell us, spill the tea on Stefan. What's his deal? And what are his weaknesses? And what are his perversions? Tiny wiener. Uh, really small. I've seen it. Uh, embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Uh, weaknesses. Uh, probably his crippling fear of intimacy. Mm-hmm. I would say is mm-hmm. uh, most oh, no. likely his biggest weakness. Yeah. Okay. When did you see his wiener? Oh, I mean, when have I not seen it? We record in the nude most of the time, James. I and mean, we did remote <laughs> with you, but Chris knows we. Uh, yeah. Right. We often record in the nude in the BP studio on leather chairs. <laughs> we just love the sound when you get up. Yeah, but uh, my leather chair was dirty already. Uh, anyways, do you guys have leather chairs that have a hole in the middle of the seat that connects to a drain? <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't want anyone to lose, uh, like to miss out on a riff. Like if you got to piss, you're doing it in the chair. <laughs> In the chair. That's yeah. like you got a stinger that says that. In the in 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 in, 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 in the chair. <laughs> yeah, you're listening to a riff happen in the chair. I've heard that <laughs> DJ like club DJs. Maybe this is an urban myth that if a, like a club DJ was DJing like all night long uh, and couldn't get away to use the bathroom, that they just do like they have a bucket or like a diaper or something on stage. But just imagine a guy in front of like. 8,000 people spinning all night, just like shitting his pants while he's, <laughs> he's queuing up the next song. Abitha, <laughs> Abitha, how you feeling? Yeah. I think hardcore uh. video gamers pee, like have things ready to pee in the while they're playing games, Whoa. too. Well, I'm not a hardcore gamer like that. you, James, but one of the most shocking 
stories I remember from the past decade or so was the World of Warcraft guy who died because he let, literally let himself get dehydrated while playing for hours and really? like days. You didn't know about that? No. Yeah, that's totally true. Like a World of Warcraft fan, not so gamer, died while playing because he never <laughs> drank Gatorade or whatever. God. <laughs> The opposite of the woman who died uh, drinking too much to win a Nintendo Wii. Now, I remember that. That made me sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sad story. Was it drinking water? You're a gamer. You actually... Yeah. Water, yeah. It was called Hold Your Wii for a Wii. And then it was something like they had to... They had to drink a certain amount of water every hour and they weren't allowed to pee. And then, like, the craziest part of the story... It was for a radio contest. Yeah. This was the first year Wii's came out when you couldn't get them or whatever. And then, Did they get sued by that? Yes, that because yeah. a bunch of people were calling the station. Like, medical professionals were like, you can't do this. Like, no so way. they were ignoring... Wow. Yes. Yeah, okay. they were ignoring oh people calling in. And, yeah, apparently there was, out. like, multiple people who were calling in saying, like, oh, my God, like, you got... So you have to stop mm. this. And they were just like... Stop what? You're here with Chris, the fucking murderer. Look. (laughs) She's never going to wee. Yeah. God, and it was for a Wii, too. It wasn't even like a PS4 or anything. No, it was like a $200 Wii. Like, it's, yeah, it's a It's like I'm really golfing. (laughs) The Wii didn't last as long as we thought it would, eh? I think, yeah, the Wii was pretty, (laughs) it was a pretty good one. It lasted a while. Okay, all right. That our friend Aaron Eves doggedly stuck with yeah was bad yeah our friend aaron uh uh john like got a wii u i don't know if you guys know each other yeah yeah you would definitely get along aaron he wouldn't admit uh, that the wii u was like not really worth having and he kept it up like he kept it by his tv as recently as like a year or two ago for (laughs) sure i have a wii U. U. i have a wii u it's right by my tv i'll tell you this james okay yeah oh my god i'm I'm sorry i'm gonna drop two facts on you about the wii u okay number one legend of zelda breath of the wild which a lot of people think is the best game ever and legend of zelda the wind waker both better on Wii U, in my opinion. What? Really? Wind, I played Wind it on Waker. Uh, How did Breath especially. of the Wild be better on Wii U? Because I played it on the Switch, yeah. Because you don't have to open the menu. The menu is constantly open on the tablet. So when you need to like switch weapons, when you need to cook, when you need to do any of those things, you can do it in the middle of gameplay because the menu is already loaded on the tablet constantly. Because it has the, the controller has a screen. The controller it. has a screen. Yes. And then for Wind Waker, they release they re-released Wind Waker for Wii U called Wind Waker HD. And it was so much better because you didn't have to constantly refer to the map when you're sailing. Because the the sailing mm. map was also on the tablet. So you always knew like, because that was the most annoying part of Wind Waker is like, oh, I went too far. Fuck, I got to, because you'd have to constantly pause to look at the map. So it was mm-hmm. way better. And then there was a, a, a game that came out called Nintendo Land. And it was a collection <laughs> of party games using the tablet that were fucking incredible, including one game that just owned me and my friends lives for like two years called Mario Chase. And it was just three courses uh, one person is Mario. The other four people are Toads. They're using a regular controller. The person who's Mario has the tablet, and they're running around an arena, and everybody else is trying to catch them. It's like tag, and you got to tackle them. 
So obviously, but the people on the screen, it's like a third, a tight third person view. So they have no idea where Mario is. There's like these giant obstacles and you are, and you're controlling yourself on a different screen on the tablet. It's so, it's, it's so good and a perfect party game because it's literally just like you move around and there's one button to tackle and that's it. Well, I owe Aaron an apology. I have never played the Wii U. I only know it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, as successful. <laughs> the sales were a joke. Don't get me. Wrong. I'm not. I'm not here to say, oh, what an unbelievable system. Yeah. But I do genuinely think it makes two Zelda games better, and Nintendo Land mm. was incredibly fun. Mario okay. Chase sounds like a really successful realtor. <laughs> <laughs> But totally there you go, does. James. You had to go and insult our guest's favorite uh, no you know, video favorite game system. console. It's not that was okay, great okay. info. I had no idea. I would, if you guys yeah. are all ever in Vancouver at the same time, I would love to have you over for a game of Mario Chase. We yes. want to do a live Evil Men out there. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Hey, yeah. There we go. Actually, our second most downloads are in Vancouver. Oh, really? So we were like, that'd be fun. It's only, yeah. it's just like you know, it's expensive to fly out there. A little totally. Bit, but, yeah, it's a problem. But. I think we should 100% do it. It'd yeah, really we could fun. do it. We could you do should it. do it. You should do it. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we should do the same in Toronto, but we're just. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. You totally should. Yes. <laughs> I've, um, easy, I've never been to Vancouver. I don't even know what to expect. Oh, it's great. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You got to come out. It'd be great. I mean, you guys come out here. You could all do blocked party, do your Ooh. live show. It'd be, yeah, it'd be, be a fun. great time. It'd be very fun. I've been twice and both times it was like incredible weather and it was like, ama- it was so beautiful. Yeah. I know. It's, I it's guess. great. I got lucky with the weather, but man, it's a, uh, I really like Vancouver. It's a great place. It's a great mm-hmm. place. Yeah. And I mean, Chris, uh, Chris is beloved in Vancouver. So yeah, you, know, you got, you know, I, I go a lot. Is that yeah, statue sometimes, of you, right? In, yeah. um, East Hastings, <laughs> the park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. In the- yeah. But, bur- but pigeons don't shit on it. Uh, men shit on it. <laughs> yeah. It's in one of yeah. those parks that men shit in. <laughs> You yeah. know what I felt like a real loser, John? I was in Vancouver and I'm not like a bad traveler or anything. Like I'm pretty good, I think, actually. I just was like, I felt like an, I don't know what was up with me that night, but I, and my girlfriend, Ebony, was doing a show and I, I was going to go kill some time and it was in sort of the Hastings and Main area. And I, you know, I'm not an idiot. I don't know why I asked this, but like, you know, it has a bad reputation, yeah. that area. Yeah. And so, like, I said to a bouncer, like, am I okay to walk around here, you know? And he looked at me like I was the biggest loser. Like, yeah? What is wrong? Of course you're fine to walk around. You're a 35-year-old man. Like, what is wrong with you? Anyway, it was humiliated. And no, I did I walk mean, around, and I was fine. I mean, it is – It. I can, I can understand, like, you wouldn't – it's not um, – Pardon me. Like, I think when people talk about bad areas in other cities, they mean it's dangerous, right? Like LA, of, yeah. you know, people are like, oh, you don't want to go past this street right. or, Row a, you know, or, or whatever. South yeah. Central, you know, MacArthur Park. Like you, you just don't want to end up there. And so I think like when people say East Hastings is the quote unquote bad area of Vancouver, it's natural to think like, oh, they mean dangerous but it's not yeah. dangerous. It's the poverty. It's it's like depressing. Yeah. The people are doing bad. Yeah, the people do, are doing bad. And, and, yeah, and it's like this the lineup of the methadone. I lived in Parkdale before, maybe on the cusp of it getting gentrified here in Toronto, like twenty years ago. And so I lived amongst a million halfway houses, drug addicts, drug dealers, prostitutes, etc. But it kind of reminds me of that, like. 
if you have nothing to offer them or you're not fucking with anybody, they don't even know you exist. They're in their yeah. own world. So you just totally. walk. You, that's why the bouncer was probably looking at you like that because they're not gonna. They're not interested in you. You just walk through the the fracas sure. and they don't even notice you. Yeah, yeah. fracas. You know what was you know what was sad though. I did remember. Um, so yeah, I walked past like a methadone clinic line, and you I just took some. What? <laughs> yeah, because I thought <laughs> went in Vancouver. And then I protested. <laughs> <laughs> but there was like a guy in line and he and i made eye contact with him and he kind of like looked like me almost <laughs> and then i felt bad he had this like we locked he, we made eye contact and then he got he gave me this really sad look and lowered his eyes and i was like <laughs> he was the ghost of the christmas movie. future <laughs> yeah. you know the movie up or whatever or no wait, what's the one no what's the one uh damn what's that movie the second uh not nope. The Croods? Not get out. Oh, get out. Nope. And uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, what's that one called? In. Is it called Us? Fuck, I never Us. saw that one. Us. Us. Yeah. Oh, you don't know the plot? You don't know the, the reveal of Us? I, no. I haven't seen it, but that doesn't matter. I don't uh, see it. Okay, never mind. I probably then. won't see it. I'll either. save this joke for another time. <laughs> but it is true. When you walk through Hastings, and there's this stretch of blocks and blocks and blocks of, unfortunately, the down and out. It is true. The closer you look at them, you realize they are doppelgangers of everybody else from <laughs> a different neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the thing that always hits me is is um, how many young people are there? You know, I mean, I think that's always the, you know, you just go, God, like what happened you know it's like i mean it is a real yeah. cliche or whatever but it, it is it's it's depressing like it, it i don't last even time like i was walking through it yeah in december i was walking to do a show on the other side of that you know how there's those hip sort of like underground comedy shows on the yep. other end of that now yeah um so i walked through the whole neighborhood which is like you know blocks and blocks of down and out and destitute. And I thought of a funny joke about it. And then I ran it by like one or two of the local Vancouver comics. Like, should I say this? No, no, it's, it's too sensitive there. It's too It is, And I've seen it. Like I've seen out of town comedians and not even you like famous comedians, you know, who, who try to no, but you know what I mean? Like an American (laughs) comedian will come in and just be like, you know, Oh, I was fucking down in these days, you know? Yeah. And people won't even give it up to, uh, to like, yeah, like a famous American actor slash comedian. Like it's too sensitive. It is is like the only, sorry to interrupt you. It is like the only, bad thing you hear about vancouver that people repeat like yeah but if you go to east tastings you know like it's 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 probably very un- unfair but it's like you, you know it's i feel like that's what you hear like vancouver's great but you know east tastings well it's just weird too because it's like they don't like every city probably has the same problems but they're spread out like vancouver's just right. decided for whatever reason they're like, we just want all the addicts and and down and out people in one area. And and they've worked to like they they will police the sort of perimeter, as it were, of East Hastings. Like they'll kind of be like, look, wow. you want to shoot drugs in the street, you can, but you got to be two blocks over from here. Or I'm whatever. telling like, you, I've walked through like on my way to like Gastown or something one time. I walked through such a crowd of Drug, drug addicts and 
the disenfranchised and the down and out. And it was like I was in a, like a mob scene from not to disparage the people by comparing them to this, but like The Walking Dead, not in the sense like I'm saying all these people are like zombies, but I'm saying that sort of like, like wandering mob oh. scene. Like it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, he's coming back. Did I we freeze? Lost Chris. Oh, you froze, but you're back. Was my audio still going? No, no, I didn't hear it. Well, it was just, uh, I was basically just saying like, I have walked through that neighborhood when it was like sidewalks, streets, everything packed. Like it felt like a scene, like, yeah, a giant mob scene from Walking Dead. And like I say, and I'm not trying to disparage them like they are zombies. No, I don't. I, I just mean to compare it to like just a mass number of people kind of not really doing much, but it's like a huge mob. It was like quite overwhelming. I was pretty surprised that it was that dense. Yeah. At and, that's one how, time. And, then, and you'll notice too, when you walk through it, it just stops. It's like you're mm. walking through it. And yeah. then all of a sudden you just hit one intersection and you're like, Oh, I, this so is it's not, like Amsterdam is, from the wire. Yeah. It's yeah. what they called it. Yeah. 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 Except I feel like that would still have more violence. Right. Yeah. East yeah. Hastings, it, it really isn't violent. Like it, it genuinely yeah. Yeah. isn't. You don't hear of, I mean, maybe amongst themselves, like you said, Chris, but there, it's no, no danger to the public, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think even growing up, like I grew up in a suburb of Vancouver. So I think in my mind, yeah, I had a similar view to you, James. It just you hear about it even living out in, you know, in a f- suburb that's only 40 minutes away from Vancouver. And when I started playing in bands and I started having shows in that area, it was just like, oh, my God, like I'm going to get fucked up here. I'm going to get robbed. I'm going to get stabbed, whatever. But it just it isn't like that. Like, yeah, your car might get broken into, but they're not going right. up to people on the street and and threatening them and mugging them or like none of that ever happens or yeah i love when you start like when we start buying drugs and doing them and getting addicted to them and hanging out there then you're kind of like this is pretty nice (laughs) (laughs) i love watching uh okay i squeezed in a joke (laughs) i i love watching shows like guys go to you know on youtube or whatever they travel to crazy places and like i watched one i sent it to mike and chris where this like chipper American 22 year old guy just went to Baghdad and hung out in Baghdad and went out for dinner and stuff on a date. Yeah. And he kind of met this pretty cute girl. It's, it is weird though. Like Like, she was showing him around, but it it seemed like a date. Yeah. She was cute. (laughs) And it, it, I think probably most places are actually, you could go there and it's probably like odds are you'll be completely fine. (laughs) But I mean, Baghdad's pushing it, I guess, but it was crazy to see this dude just walking around. And yeah, yeah, no, he went to Kabul sure. too. Oh boy, yeah, it's crazy, guys. Crazy. I hate to do this. Is there any fun way to last thing to talk about? Because I got to. Uh, my girls have to go to bed, and I'm in the office beside their room. Oh no, worries. Any fun yeah, way to good... jazz it out after well, here, talking about the realities of... <laughs> I had uh, run in with... In Toronto, <laughs> there are lots of uh, incidents these days on the TTC, the public transportation. And uh, sure. today, as I was... I, I got home to my subway station and uh, I had a bottle of wine under my arm and my computer bag and I was going mm. up the escalator and I noticed at the very top, there were two <laughs> fucked up guys having a fight. 
and I was getting ever closer and closer to them. And the one guy was like, I don't care. I'll push you right down this fucking escalator. And his eyes were like on fire. And then I made the split decision to turn around and like tip, like run down the up escalator with my <laughs> bottle of wine going like, oh no, <laughs> I found an alternate exit. <laughs> But was he saying, I'll push you down the escalator to no, you? No, to the other, to the guy he was having a fight with. But the guy with, would have rolled but right you were avoiding you. Yeah, but there, yeah, yeah, but there were like some old women coming, like about to step onto the escalator and they just saw me going, oh no, <laughs> out of my way, woman. <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it safely with your wine yeah. down the opposite escalator. Thank you. Me too. Um, yeah. Those men might still be fighting there right now. <laughs> um. Well, thank you so much, John. Again, this hey, was my so pleasure. fun. Yeah, blast. So great to have you guys on. Yeah, we're gonna come do a Vancouver show and we spend a bunch that. of days there and just party and have just fun. Just party. Let's just fucking party. I want to see. I want to meet James's <laughs> doppelganger and get to the bottom of this. <laughs> well, I'll I'll give him a call and I'll see if when okay, he's a, see if he's available yeah. around that time. And uh, yeah, no, it, it'd be great to have you guys out here. Cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Thanks so much for jumping on, and um, yeah, I check guess... Check out Block Party. Check out Block Party to people who are listening. I'm sure you already know about it, but if you don't, Block Party is the best. It's so much fun. It's John Cullen and Stefan Heck, and you guys... Uh, and Dan on the boards. Producer Dan on the ones and twos. And you guys talk about poo and uh, pee and, poo. and sex poo fetishes. And A lot of fetish stuff, yeah. And comedians come on and talk about <laughs> their stories about being blocked by stupid the people first time i listened to you guys you had jamel hill on and i was like holy shit yeah he's like a big deal we've had absurd guests on the show i mean <laughs> yeah, tony, yeah. we had tony hawk on the show oh my uh, god ike baron holtz on the show who was tony hawk blocked by uh the olympics that was a really because he was sort <laughs> oh. of like because yeah, i don't have a story uh, like that <laughs> originally well originally he was like and this is you know Tony Hawk's reputation is obviously a, you know, just a great guy, like Sterling reputation as, as a person. So when we originally asked, uh, so it all came together because of a cameo, actually one of our listeners got a cameo from Tony Hawk for us. Cause he knew how much I love Tony Hawk. And I always said he was my dream guest. And Tony Hawk said on the cameo, like, Oh, maybe we can do some cross promotion. Like maybe I'll come on your show and I can talk about my new podcast. Cause at the time he was launching a new show. And so then I just like, I didn't know if he was serious. So I emailed his management and then his management was like, yeah, he'll do the show. And I was like, okay, oh, wow. crazy. And anyway, so the, yeah, his main concern was that he wasn't blocked by anybody. So he was like, I don't know if I can do the show cause I don't really get blocked. But then I said to his management, I was like, don't even worry. Like we'll talk through it with Tony. It's a, such a small part of the show. It's fine. And then he was like, I actually thought of it. So I guess he was at the Olympics as sort of like an ambassador slash coach because skateboarding was in this past Olympics for the first time and they had a street competition and a park competition and they were on separate weeks. So he flew to Tokyo for the street competition and he was there and he was like, and they got mad at him because he took a video of the park. He was like, I couldn't be at the Olympics without skating the park. And so he just is holding his own cell phone on his own skateboard, like skating the park. And the Olympics got super mad because they were like videos of the park haven't been released yet, like whatever. So he gets so they're already kind of mad at him. And then he ends up going home after the street competition. And then NBC reaches out to him and they're like, hey, the park competition is coming up next week. Do you want to do commentary for it? And I, again, I don't know why they're messaging him like two days before he would need to leave 
to go back to Japan to do it. Yeah. But they do this and he's like, I, I don't want to go back to Japan and go through all the COVID stuff and isolation and blah, blah, blah. So he decides to uh, instead do commentary from his own house where he just films. He's, so he's on an Instagram story filming his TV and then he's got the camera facing himself uh, commentating like, oh, I don't know why he did that trick, whatever. And then he just said in the middle of his Instagram live, it just goes dark. And then his manager sends him a message. And it basically the Olympics emailed his management being like, he can't like show footage of the Olympics. Like he, he can't do that. Or whatever. So yeah, the, <laughs> the IOC hell? like yanked his stream down from Instagram. Damn, weird. So. Yeah, so freaking Tony Hawk, man. One crass behind the scenes kind of question. Yes, you can. Do you guys notice a download jump when you have like a celeb on? No, <laughs> I wondered that. Yeah, I, I sort of thought. I wondered if that might be the case. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. We, our biggest episodes are when we do shows with other people in our podcast universe. Um, so like same. You know, with us. Yeah. So like, like if we have if, a, pod, a podcast host on. Yeah. Like if we have you guys on, it'll do better because people like evil men. So even if people don't listen to every episode of our show or listen to our show at all, they go, oh, shit, I love Chris. I love Mike. I love James. I'll listen to that episode. Um, same thing like Jesse Farrar, who Stefan mentioned, like whenever he's on the show, we do big numbers. Um, yeah. Like Tony Hawk. I mean, yeah. they'll do better than. Like they're, I would say they're sort of like upper middle pack in terms of download numbers. Like it's not, uh, it doesn't go crazy. That's for sure. I think it's just because like really interesting people just aren't looking for any more content from Tony (laughs) Hawk. Like if you're a Tony Hawk fan, you want to hear Tony Hawk be sort of like interviewed by another skateboard, like a skateboard Mm. person. Like probably Mm -hmm. when Tony Hawk's on the nine club or whatever, people are like, holy fuck. Like this is my favorite show about skateboarding. Mm. And now Tony Hawk is on it. I love this. They're not like, oh, I would love to hear Tony talk about social media. Like people don't. (laughs) Yeah. So it's more just like a treat. It's cool for you guys. It's Mm -hmm. cool for us. And and it's a treat for our regular listeners. I think like our regular listeners are genuinely like, oh my God. Like, yeah, Jamel Hills on the show. Tony Hawk's a holy fuck. But like, yeah, as far as you see like, oh my God, Tony Hawk was on and we got 50,000 more downloads than usual or and. And Tony Hawk is like 8 million followers on Twitter. He retweeted it and everything. Wow. Like, wow. We didn't get really That's like crazy. a material bounce from that. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like people who like, you know, comedy podcasts and they probably listen to a few of them. And I would think we found a very similar thing. Like when you talk to someone who's on another podcast, they might like, they yeah, like you say, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, I want to check that out. That's Yeah. I love that our listeners know how funny and cool our friends are. Yeah. And that they like, they like hearing them chat with us. Like totally kind of more special than trying to do some sort of like stunt casting or something. Totally. (laughs) And and like, honestly, most of it happens organically. Like with Jamel Hill, it was literally just, she tweeted about how Travis Tritt blocked her. And I just replied, (laughs) Jamel go on blocked party. And then she was like, yeah, sure. And Amazing. So like, it just sometimes it happens where the, it's just organic like that. We don't chase yeah. it, obviously. Yeah but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think one thing that I particularly love about Block Party and not to sound like a simp or whatever, but no. there are lots of Canadian comedians who deserve more. You know, there are oh, yeah. so Come many on. funny people in our country. And 
80 percent of our something listeners- independently like you guys doing a podcast and us too is literally i think the best way to grow an audience rather than hoping the canadian industry will totally do something totally. for you and 80 yeah. percent of our listeners are american so mm. you know when we can bring someone on you know and and yeah people are like oh you know they're a fan favorite guest of the show and it's just like a comedian that i know and love and respect uh from just doing canadian comedy or people are releasing an album or they have their own podcast like it's so we love hearing and i know it's happened with you guys in particular quite often uh, where people will be like i started listening to evil men because i heard mike on the show and yeah now we hear I that too to evil from, men from all the show. time like it's definitely yeah, it's cool. so stuff like yeah, that really fucking do. rocks like that that to me is why wouldn't you want to do that why wouldn't you want to get into it to like big up your friends that you respect and yeah. love and, and do good things i think that's been the best that those are my favorite guests is when we hear and our, I'll hear people be like, yeah, I did this show in Saskatoon and someone came to see me because they listened to Block Party and you're like, yeah, it's fucking wild. That's, That's so cool. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, yeah. Thanks again, John. This was really fun. Yeah, yeah <laughs> My that pleasure. was awesome. My pleasure. Yeah. Great to see you guys. Sorry for rambling on there, but no, no it, was great. it was excellent. <laughs> yeah. Have a good night. And, yeah, you too, guys. Thanks again. We'll talk to you Take again care. soon. I'll press stop. So it'll probably. Oh, sorry. I should let you end it, Chris. Matt. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll talk to you again soon and check out Block Party, everybody. And that was awesome. Thanks.